0: So does habit change hinder the return to work? I want you to imagine something. Picture the scene. It's 11am. It's the 28th of December. You've been off work for a good few days now and you've still got your dressing gown on. And you're actually about to tuck into a box of leftover quality street from Christmas day. And you're even contemplating a glass of Buck's Fizz with your lunch. Okay, so what I've just said is a bit of an exaggeration, but I'm sure you've noticed how easy it is for your daily habits to change over the fest period, festive period, sorry, and maybe other holidays when you don't have to get up and go to work. And that's usually just a, a one to two week holiday for most people over Christmas. And maybe their, you know, their their summer holiday might be just be two weeks. So imagine if your habits can change quite a lot over the just one week or two weeks, imagine how much your habits could potentially change over four weeks, six weeks, twelve weeks. Cause these are the periods that some people are off work for. So it's quite possible the habits could change quite a lot. Now our, hobbits, our habits are quite malleable to change, especially when our environment changes. Have you ever heard of this um, 21 day habit rule? You know, the idea that it takes 21 days to change a habit. Well, that idea isn't actually backed up by science, but the idea behind it is if you do something every day for 21 days, it becomes a habit. But as I said, it's not really backed up by reliable science and it's it's more likely six to 12 weeks over that sort of time when your your habits will really start to change. But You know, specific timings aside, we do know for sure that the longer you perform a behavior for, the more ingrained it tends to become. Now, many daily habits are things we do because we have to do them, not because we like them. Take, you know, getting up early for work, commuting to work. These aren't things we most, for the most part, enjoy, but we do them because we have to. So almost like forced habits. And that's probably why they're so easily dropped when we don't have to do them. So so could this change of habits over time be a contributing factor in why so many people fail to return to work? Now, obviously, it's not, I'm not saying it's the reason, but could it be a contributing factor that makes it so difficult once people have been absent for over six weeks? Because that seems to be that cliff edge point where once someone has been off for six weeks, the likelihood of them, co- of them coming back at all dramatically reduces. So logically, it makes sense because, as, as I said a minute ago, the longer someone's off, the more time they have for their work-based habits to begin to fade. Such as bedtimes, waking times, and doing planning and stuff, with the result being that returning to work then becomes more uncomfortable. Because when a, when a colleague's been off work longer term due to mental health challenges, having to juggle remoulding themselves back into their previous, now maybe slightly faded, workday habits, alongside getting to grips with managing their emotional situation might might make the challenge even more of a or even greater an obstacle and obviously contribute to the fact that the delay the return might take even longer it might be more delayed or again might not even happen at all and this is all beca- before we've even begun to factor in the, the loss of self-esteem and loss of confidence that many people experience when they're long-term sick so what can managers do to prevent these gradual habit changes taking root and becoming a barrier to the individual returning to the workplace well, many might suggest beginning adding those work elements back into the individual's day as as close, I guess, as close to the return as possible. But but why wait until we, we get into that point where they're about to return? Because again, that might not actually happen. So wh- why let the, those habits even fade in the first place? We know that structure, social contact and achievement are essential ingredients for our well-being. So why not support the team member to maintain them from the very start? rather than try to reintroduce them. Cause It's a lot easier to maintain what's there than it is to re- reintroduce what's faded. Bedtimes, waking times, doing small amounts of work at home, attending online meetings, they're, they're the sort of things that, that managers can encourage and support when someone's absent from work. That way, some form of normalcy of routine is maintained. And then when the return does begin, it doesn't feel like too much of a cold shower for the individual. They're already used to those habits because they've maintained them rather than having to reintroduce them. So the trick is to maintain as much as possible of what might end up feeling alien across those weeks at home while the person's off. So just to recap then, our our habits are are really malleable. They're very, very malleable to change. We've all seen how easy it is for us to our daily routines to go out the window, you know, even just a few few days into the Christmas holidays or if we're on our summer holidays. So let's put ourselves in the shoes of those in our teams who are signed off from work and support them to maintain those familiar component components of their daily structure that will be the hardest to get back into when they return. We want those things to stay familiar rather than be something that has to be reintroduced. And that should make obviously given more psychological space to the individuals to be able to focus on managing their emotional state rather than having to also think about the burden of of reintroducing habits that have lapsed. If you'd like to get your copy of my free report, Three Mental Health Myths Every HR Professional Needs to Know, just click on the link in the text below and I'll get your copy over right away.